I think that's another scene, but that's yeah. later. That's later. <laughs> Saving. Sorry, I thought we later. were just throwing all of these in like with the sit like the north wall. No, they're oh, very no. distinct and different, and each deserve their own time in the spotlight. going to be game of thrones season seven episode six beyond the wall discussion we have just watched the episode um keep in mind we have just watched the episode that means we aren't going back and fact checking all this shit so we're gonna be wrong a few times i know you can point it out that's fine it's cool a lot went down and we're gonna get right into it uh my name is adam i'm your host for the evening also known as drowned snow in the podcast of ice and fire forums and i'm joined by paul hey this is paul uh sir general on the forums and matt what up Varley on the forums. And Casey? Hi, this is Casey, Blue-Eyed Queen on the forums. Hey, and Dana? Teen Downer on the forums. Yeah, okay. So what did you guys think? Paul, what did you think? What, what would you give this episode? Is this like a nine lemon cakes? What is this What is this situation here? Uh, well, it's definitely not nine lemon cakes, but uh, overall, mostly I'm, a so, I'm just saying that the stuff beyond the wall, that was some great stuff. Love that stuff. Give me more of that stuff. I want Walking Dead, Game of Thrones action sequences. But uh, I could have I done uh, without the uh, Winterfell quote-unquote plot. Um, but yeah. Uh, but for the sake of scoring, I'll say 4.2 because Beyond the Wall kept distracting me from how bad Winterfell was. Okay. Uh, Casey? Um, I'll give it a four because, you know, it it wasn't as bad as last week, <laughs> which is a good start. Um, and I did enjoy most of the scenes. It's just that what the fuck with the Winterfell plot? <laughs> I, I'm very pissed off at Dan and Dave and how they're writing that. And don't make them take your face, Casey. I will say what I damn well please about them and they'll have to listen to it because they're totally listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they're not. <laughs> All right. Um, Dana? Hey, there might be. Two out of three still alive dragons. Hmm, that's a bit of a change. So oh, that's... Uh, Sorry, yeah, I'm, no, trying to, said it was like, like I'm trying to do the math point, here. Three, three lemon cakes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll allow it. Yeah. You know, I can do the math. That's okay. I can translate. Yeah, yeah okay. The, okay. The stuff uh, beyond the wall was good. The half-decent banter at the beginning. Uh, Winterfell... And I'll mm-hmm. get over seeing a dragon turned into an ice dragon one day. Fuck baby. that shit. How dare yeah. you? How dare you? All right, Matt. Um, so I, I fucking hate the Winterfell story now. And the North was just pretty good. I thought a lot more guys would die. I didn't think Thor Samir would die. I thought like, Everyone that was dead in the books would be dead. But 
Yeah, like, like the for... infinite supply of no name. Uh, oh, the Red Shirts or were just like, yeah. they, they, no uh, Free Folk or whoever those were. <laughs> I was legit scared for Sandor. And uh, who else is so like there? all of them, all of them basically. Gendry, Foreman. I was like, Gendry, Gendry yeah, I'm making it back. I, like, Gendry dead. All of them are that, that were dead, like uh, Barrick, everyone that was dead in the books. I was like, well, uh, all right, well, they could be dead now, but otherwise, it was a uh, great action. I did not like the Winterfell uh, scenes and. Did we get any King's Landing? We got we Dragonstone. got Dragonstone. Um, no, I don't think we touched with King's Landing or Old Town at all. They did show up in the uh, the title sequence, but that's about it. Yeah, but so did like Pike and every fucking other thing. Yeah, yeah, they got they got to <laughs> fill a certain amount of time for that song. Um, they can't just like go in and out from Winterfell like over and over again, like <laughs> mixing it up. Uh, anyway, so I, I don't know. I think kind of echoing what most of you guys have said that like the Winterfell stuff is just infuriating and really stupid but um yeah it, like it's like basically this is this episode is like both a four and a two at the same time it's a very moody episode and i don't i, I don't know what they were doing it's very clear that D wrote this though from some of the dialogue um it was just frustrating and you know they didn't even tell us which dragon they took they just it don't matter whatever you know, it was Viserion. You can tell at the end. Can you? Because, like, they've gotten to the point in the show where they're like, I haven't spent enough time, like, you know, looking at them, but they don't seem that distinctive. Uh, uh, other than Drogon. On the cheeks, uh, you can see, like, it's white instead of red. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, so uh, that, makes, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. because then, um, you know, we all assume Jon's going to ride Rhaegal, right? I mean, that's what we all want. His dad's so, namesake. Yeah. And so, like I said, I said this before, I, you know, it makes sense that, you know, they don't need to solve a third dragon rider. They just need to kill a dragon. So, um, so hey, what? we're joined by Michal. What did you think of the episode? Hey, guys, what's up? <laughs> she, she's hey not girl. really happy. You can hear it. Can you tell? I mean, just, I'm not really sure rate, what I expected, to be honest with you. <laughs> just rate the scenes with men in them. Only the <laughs> scenes with men. Um. Well, I would increasingly rate those down from a two. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, I will I will say this. By the end of the episode, I was like, sure, zombie dragon. That's great. Wonderful. Yeah, like, this is positive. This, this is exciting. This is going in direction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the rest of the episode made absolutely no sense. Um, this show has completely jumped the shark. Uh, and they hate women. So, yay! Wait a minute. Yeah, why all right. do they hate women? So let's just start with the fact that the pretty much the only thing in the previously on was little Santa in season one sending letter to Winterfell to come and bend the knee and everything will be fine because dad's a traitor. Of her own free will. Right, they're like, ooh. And like, it's very clear that she didn't. Yeah, whatever. Do, do you um, want to know something? I remember. Sorry, guys, I'm really fired up. Um, I I distinctly remember live tweeting that episode and going like, oh, yeah, it's pretty clear that Santa doesn't have a choice here, guys. Like, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's super, super obvious. 
I mean, Arya makes some points later, but, you know, she's kind of stupid. Anyway. Um, I mean, didn't Kat even say that in the books? Like, it's like, okay, this is Sansa's words. Well, I think or Rob Sansa's says writing, show, but, like, he? Cersei's words or something. Yeah, like, Sansa's handwriting, but with Cersei's words. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that, um, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure that, that they said it in the show as well. I think it was Rob, but, like, uh, yeah, like everyone gets this, but Arya. So we're, we're going to get to that though. Um, first, it opens up with we get the previews, we get the opening sequence, and then they get this like nice shot over the map table, kind of like soaring over the map table really quickly. Uh, and this is just showing us the real time speed that everyone travels in Westeros now, um, straight to Eastwatch and beyond the wall, and then we'll be on the wall. And we so- get our little suicide squad up there talking about how cool shit is to be bros and hanging out and hey there's a bunch of other people that you don't really recognize but like you can't really tell how many of them there are uh they they do that really well so you don't know how many expendable people there are to kill later and um torman mentions how he's been to the south because he's been to winterfell which is great um and oh john tries to give away Longclaw, and i mean he only does it because you know they want to have a moment and obviously jorah's not going to take it but like Come on. It's pretty stupid. So what the, what the ever fucking living ever fucking fuck? That was the stupidest what, language, fucking sir? thing ever. It was, Which part? It was just like the like bro comedy going into like the main action for them. It, it, it was fucking ridiculous. It was useless. It was just like, I'm out. Yeah, so what is John's it, what is giving it, uh... away Longclaw, like, and he's like, "Well, good thing I have this extra sword." Yeah, they can't uh, find no, a way. But if I give this one away, then, sir, can I please have yours? Because I I didn't think this through. They can't find a way for um, for John and Jordan to just have that conversation that they want to have. So they're like, "Well, he needs to try to give him the sword to remind him of his family," and like, no, he could have just mentioned the sword and they could have had a moment but instead john's like now that we're here um i want to give you my weapon that kills the ultimate enemy um you cool with that however there yeah. was this one this one thing that i saw uh the eyes of Longclaw were pale white don't do it don't do it they were he's supposed warging, to be right he's walking into the, the hilt on Longclaw. i know i know Weren't they supposed to be? Is that is that a thing? Is that honestly a thing? <laughs> that's that's oh a, like a, a really stupid fan theory. Is that like the Wait. Night King can see through Longclaw? The eyes oh. supposed to be red, just like ghosts who we haven't seen. So, but they were pale white. So was it so Bran he... or the Night King? Or the production the... team having a painting mis- mishap? If the <laughs> It's, it's probably the production team, but like, I could see if like the pommel was like made of weirwood, then you should be like, oh my god, Bran. I thought the pommel was made out of the same stuff as my bedtime Barbie that you used to just get a wet cloth and close your eyes. So I figured they've done the same thing with uh, long claw. So you get it wet and its eyes open. Excuse me now. Good right. to see the Australian perspective. Thanks, <laughs> Donna. What? You get it wet and the eyes open up? 
Dana's just yeah, like, like, oh, we actually have those in Australia, so. <laughs> They're probably, like, yeah, the most popular doll in Australia, and we're all like, what? Why? No. <laughs> oh, that knife. Yeah, so so this whole this whole first scene is just kind of silly, whatever. Uh, the, there's some good scenery. Uh, this was shot clearly, what, Iceland, I think. Um, and then we mentioned, we mentioned how um, fighting is better than walking, but fucking is better than both. Um, which of course you know. Ha, 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 oh, so great. Um, also, I think and wait, we're wait, I know by... what th- what'll make this better. Some homophobic subtext. Yeah. Won't oh, that yeah. really just improve the matter? <laughs> I think that'll just make this all just, just so yeah. go down so much better. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, we can. I think we can. Especially kind of move since on from George is pretty wait. chill about all that. I mean, come on. Wait, what was the? So, home- Sorry, I'm, I'm literally a... breathing fire. <laughs> I, I understand my cough. I have dragon, <laughs> dragon fire. <laughs> yeah, it was just. No, yeah, I, don't... I have two comments about this scene. If 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 I may, if that if that's okay, Adam, if, unless you want to move on. Uh, I'll allow no, it briefly. Not okay, briefly. We're, we're very tight. We're very tight. I just I just feel like we're all itching to get to the next scene. So that, yeah, know. it's fine. Um, no, I just want to note that, like, for one, I was, like, kind of annoyed with g- uh, gender in, ge- in general. Uh, that was a tongue twister. Um, because, like, I for- I didn't rem- I don't remember him being this, like, annoyingly childish and just, like, really gung-ho and excited and kind of annoying. But maybe they're just trying to show the difference between <laughs> all of them. <laughs> he hasn't really? had much time to bro out. He was on the run with Arya. Wait for his life yeah, he, he mean, basically got like sold off and he was like yeah and know, then he's I'm... been like in hiding making armor like like no one can know his true identity and his like secret like superhero this like come on yeah it would have been better if he br- broke off the uh bull's helm like his new oh like... yeah yeah mm-hmm. what was the and other it... one and then the other thing I just wanted to say, like, I, I feel like I've had enough of these, like, oh, John, you're so sensitive and caring and so selfless scenes. Like, I, I, I get it, but, like, I, and I feel like I'm sounding a little bit like, like Tanya, but, like, you know, John is, like... yeah. Like, they just keep on giving him and giving him all these scenes. So we're just like, oh, John, you're going to give Jor a long claw. That's so sweet. This is so no, emotional. It's so I'm just like, give me your crown. Come on. <laughs> we get it. And it kind of sucks because I, I really like John in the books. Like, I'm not, I'm not like a, I'm not against John in the books at all. But in the show, I'm just like, I'm seeing all these pulls to be like, make John the hero, make John the good guy. And I'm just like, <sighs> stop well no it, it didn't make any fuck i agree with you completely this episode it didn't make any fucking sense for him to be like oh by the way we're like beyond the wall like and i know that valerian steel i like, can kill the white walkers but here we go i have no backup sword but yeah well I'm the happy- thing he- the- the thing he does later also doesn't really make any sense. Um, we're going to get to that because, but yeah, um, John just really shouldn't be leading people. I think, uh, yeah, I just don't think he's into it. Anyway, um, anything else you guys want to add to this? 
So John had um, to offer Lon Claw so Jorah could give his permission for him to fuck Danny and have kids. Oh God! Like oh, that, God. That's how no. God, that John no. was worthy because he offered him Lon Claw, and then Jorah gave his permission for John to stick <sighs> his Lon Claw in Danny. Oh God! I, apparently, um, it's not a Lon Claw though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I can finally part. let go of Khaleesi. Yeah. I I actually agree with you. Uh. Dana, I, I I thought that that line like oh and your children after you was very much like go have children with the love of my life. No, my name's Matt. <laughs> That's the one that you want to agree with. Ooh, Whatever. Boy, we're off. I don't, to a great I, I don't know start, who, who is who. Oh yeah. All right. All right. We're moving on now. Okay. Uh, before we. I'm just move saying on... it's way more likely to, that I'd agree with Dana than with Matt. So. Hmm. I'm not even going to touch that. So on odds, so, I was right. Oh. <laughs> it's not very nice. Love you, Matt. Uh, all right. But before we move on, are you there, Hannah? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Well, what did you think of the episode? Um, On a scale to, like, zero to how much scotch I need, like a fifth, a good solid fifth. <laughs> or how much uh, scotch you've drank. Hmm? I, I'm gonna definitely need a stiff drink. I'm furious. I'm so furious. Okay, I'm, we'll get I'm there. Like, um, have you ever been in a car accident and like the oh, like shit. adrenaline no. stress feeling? Yes, that <laughs> common every other week occurrence where I get into a car accident. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, my gut is like tense right now, and I'm physically feeling ill over the train wreck I just witnessed. I'm super attentive to our current political situation. Does that count? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm really angry about all the uh, Arya and Sansa stuff, mostly. I was like, I felt like it was really hard to watch um, Viserion go down. I I said before the show came out that that was going to happen. So I... And and the way he exploded, which we'll get to... But yeah, no, it was I, it was brutal. I, yeah. I figured one of them was definitely going to fall beyond the wall and turn into a white, just because I feel like that's the natural narrative, like the high stakes at the end. Um, someone, someone, but it was hard to watch. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like if you watch the last white rhino get killed. It was just so. I can't. Hey, I did. White rhinos don't breathe fire. fire. So I was really upset and. Uh, yeah, I just think that it was a lot of bullshit. Yeah, but there's two more of them, so it's all right. Mm. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, after John is an idiot and tries to give away Long Claw and they do a bunch of stupid walking, um, they talk about how much walking sucks. Uh, we're treated to the best scene of the episode in Winterfell. And Sansa and Arya are hanging out and braiding each other's hair and being... Oh, yeah. Thing? Loving sisters and just you know enjoying being back together. Nope. Uh, oh, Arya I mean, I thought Sansa. what happened was actually that they like had some words because they have difficulty understanding each other because they're very different people. But ultimately, they unite over grief for their lost family and decide that you know there's a greater goal that they can both work together to achieve. Well, you would hope. You would hope. So Arya confronts Sansa about this letter, and she stupidly, um, she makes some good points at, at, at a point, but she stupidly is just like, oh, well, you helped 
you helped the Lannisters murder our father. Um, when, I mean, I feel like anyone with a brain understands that that was done in duress. Um, I mean, she does make the point that, you know, well, we were both kids and, you know, I wouldn't have let it happen. But, you know, Arya obviously wasn't in that situation. Um, the one point I, that she does make that's probably good is, you know, uh, that Sansa doesn't want anyone to see this letter. And she's scared, which she probably shouldn't be. But she does make the point that, you know, Leanna Mormont's younger than you were. Do you think she would have done that shit? And she's probably right. She probably wouldn't have done that. But, you know, Sansa is not Leanna Mormont. So uh, I also want to make one point about that, which is that Arya understands only one language, and that is violence and killing. Um, mm-hmm. She doesn't understand the language of social threats and intimidation and what it would be like to be a girl yeah. like Sansa. Yeah, and she thought yeah. that she still had a chance to save her father. You know what I mean? Right. Um, that's that's huge. That's you. You can't really underestimate that. But yeah, uh, she, Arya just doesn't get it. She's at the the threats as like, yeah. She she saw him, like him being beheaded, and saw Sansa on the dais, and not realizing that Sansa really has to deal with like constant threats all the time. Sorry. Yeah, I think I think the uh, one of the other issues here, she's shocked by this. Um, like she, when when Arya is accusing her, she's like, "Wait, what the hell?" And I, I feel like I don't know. I'm on the side, at least of the viewer. Like I'm shocked too. Like what what what's wrong with you, Arya? So I think Sansa is kind of rightfully shocked by this. Um, everything else she kind of does this episode is pretty stupid, but uh, her reaction here makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I just thought it was very telling that that. Arya's response was like, oh, well, they didn't physically torture you. And it's like, oh, okay, that's right. That's the only thing, yeah, bad thing yeah. that can happen to you. You're right, so, Arya. That's the only thing that would have done it for me. And you were already like half a feral child at that point. Right. Like, that was not Sansa. Like, people are different, Arya. It takes different things. And again, like, you know, you probably would have done something if it, you thought it meant saving your father. Yeah. And so far as we know, like, even with Mercy and everything, like, there was no sexual kind of abuse there that we know of. Well, what does that have to do with anything? Meaning well, that Arya has being sexually abused is really... a lot different than just being physically abused. Oh, right? I, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Like between Sansa with Ramsay and like Arya with just, you know, becoming a faceless man and going through the abuse of that. I don't think we should really be rating like what abuse is worse. I think that all of them kind of just both of them just went through really horrible shit. That's I, like, I don't want to say equally awful, but I just think that they both went through awful stuff and were abused and used and terrible stuff. But like, I feel like how the show is making it, they're putting them against each other and they're not letting each other know what the other is feeling so because Arya is just very like I don't care what you went through this is what I went through and Sansa's kind of trying but not really so I feel like they're just like and I feel like they're we're either going to culminate in them killing one another or one of them or them opening up and crying I have no idea (laughs) well they've been purposely leaving enough room for this wedge to form and it's kind of sad but I mean I guess it's it's since the beginning of the series and the books it's sort of been this um, the way that the two sisters are looked at is, you know, Sansa is kind of the victim and just things happen to her. And while Arya takes control of her surroundings and she goes on the run and she goes to Baravos, which isn't really true, though. 
because I mean Arya gets pulled through a lot of things herself. Um, you know, and like Sansa, so, Sansa, Sansa tries. You know, uh, in, in as much as she can. So it's uh, yeah. I think I they're just like revisiting that conflict, season one though. narrative. Yeah, and, yeah. and I like, think they're doing it based on their original impressions of the characters and not where they are now. I feel like yeah, both of them so have stupid. made. Sorry, I just want to say, I think both of them have made decisions throughout their lives, but I feel feel like both of them have lost complete autonomy in their lives. Like, and they're trying to find it back now that they're in Winterfell together. I, I wouldn't agree that Arya has lost autonomy over her life. Like, she, I mean, she has in the past, but for a really long time, I mean, it was her decision to go to Bravos. It was her decision to join the Faceless Men. It was her decision to engage in that bullshit that she was doing there, you know, and uh, her decision to kill Walter Frey, her decision to go back to the North. I mean, like, she has made just a lot more uh, she, she's had a lot more leeway and again I, I actually completely agree with you I have no desire to like compare who had it worse because I think that's nonsense and stupid um, and and reality and suffering doesn't work that way but I I think that it's really really frustrating that I don't know maybe it's because we're all book readers and maybe it's because like we've had a really really long time to debate all this and come to these conclusions <laughs> but it seems to me like like a lot of viewers are already there are already at the point that like Sansa did the best she could under her circumstances and has her kind of bravery Arya has hers and like the show is just like yeah fight now. Yeah they're yeah. just forcing yeah. a conflict and there is plenty of fucking conflicts they're like you don't need any more drama. And the There's thing, plenty of storylines. The, the worst part about this is that this conflict really doesn't have anything to do with either of them. Right. It's all about it's all yeah. It's all about them being like, let's make Littlefinger cool again because everyone loves Littlefinger. Um, yes, he's manipulating two, two young two women. Congratulations, the yeah, height of we, brilliance. We, we ruined him for two seasons, and now we're gonna fix him by like fucking up this other storyline. Like, it's it's beyond stupid. Also, are they just ignoring Bran? There's a brand problem. Yep. Brand is like Oof. plugged into that tree. <laughs> he, yeah, he's, he's still staring at that tree. He's growing. No into one has that. Checked. It's been months. No one has checked on it. The maester is just eating like, off the roots like now. Some food. He eats some he's, just, of it. he's just gnawing on the roots of the tree. Oh. Like, it's just I'm like, the God damn it! Pretty Arya's soon, his his face is. It's the weirwood is just his face. <laughs> like all you can see is his face in the wood. Oh man. We have to ignore people. I mean, we ignored Cersei and, like, I mean, the Unsullied have been, I assume, at King's Landing this whole time for no, months, I guess. As quickly as things, or that's what I mean, Casterly Rock, sorry. I mean, as quickly as things are going, they do say, oh, it's been weeks, it's been months. Like, you know, there's time passing. So it's been quite a while. And I don't, like, it doesn't even seem like Danny's been in contact with them. I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, do we can we can we move on to the uh, the next scene? Then we'll kind of circle back to this when we mm-hmm. get to the later confrontation, which is anyway, it's stupid. It's the worst um, part. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we're, did we really spend that much time? Um, yeah, I know. Just I know. the first bit. Yeah. 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 So we are beyond the wall now. Um, and the Hound and Tormund are getting together for some serious fanfic and talking about how the Hound hates gingers, which I didn't know was a thing that they said in Westeros, but okay. 
and they both are like, I don't know, like almost Eskimo brothers for Brienne. Like they both think they had a thing with her, kind of like. Um, or well, I mean, the yeah. Hound knows he didn't, but like you know, it's, it's yeah. Sander just got the crap beat out of him. <laughs> He's like, well, she wanted me too, but you know, she tried to kill me instead. Um, yeah, and then uh, Barrick and John bond over the fact that they're a, not people anymore. What does Eskimo so, Brothers mean? You know, you never watched the League. You know, Eskimo Brothers. <laughs> no, because like they both hooked up with the same. Oh, in you. Like, so, what does Eskimo Brothers mean? It, it's it's a term for two people that have both hooked up with the same people. What do you mean hooked up with the same people? Matt. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to explain this any better. Matt, I'm getting it. You mean? You mean both of the people bang people? We don't use like, that kind of language on this podcast, Matt. For fuck's sake! Both of them have sheathed their swords into the same woman. But they oh, haven't. They, they have lay. They have thus lay with her. Um, <laughs> Separate timings. Yes. Yes, not usually at the same time, because that's the whole other thing. It was not a three-way. One yeah, go to devil's residence. <laughs> but, but, yeah, uh, Tor- I, I, like, I thought for sure Tormund's dead, because he's talking like overtly about how much he wants to sleep with Brienne, and I'm like, that ain't happening. Um, oh, it's yeah, happening. I hope it's happening. <laughs> but, and then oh, Casey's <laughs> just like, he lived! <laughs> I shifted so hard. I'm so sorry. I know it's what nobody wants, but I love it so much. It's gotta happen. It's, you it's gotta happen really hard, right? It's now. got to happen on the show only. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, and then Barrick and John talk about how, like, you know, hey, when you've been raised from the dead like we have, you know, your life is shit. But hey, maybe we can help other people. And I think Barrick is a lot more. Uh, disconnected than john at this point but uh john doesn't need to hear that shit right now so i don't know uh it's pretty depressing it's like first time being undead huh uh you'll get used to it (laughs) yeah i forget more things every day (laughs) who are you like don't worry about it humble will be like the next uh no god damn it Cut this out. <laughs> I'm gonna have to cut a lot of you out, really. Um, <laughs> is it Humboldt uh, one of those yeah. dating apps? Humboldt. Okay. Do all the it's weed. like Bumblebee, like like a bee, like a bumblebee. That's the dating app. <laughs> Bumble it is Bumble. Like that sounds to me like it's like a dating app for old people. It's a do dating app a where date? the ladies choose. Um, the they get you only get to talk to girls if the lady chooses you. But then anyone can say they're a lady, right? So then you probably got a lot of people pretending to be ladies because it's the internet. Hmm. Hey there, hey there, ladies. Problem. Do you like bees? <laughs> Try bumble. I like bees. <laughs> Zach is oh, thirsty. Zach I, is I, very thirsty. Now I know of like three <laughs> dating apps, and I'm sure there are a lot more. We can add it to the last the the outro. So I mean, whatever. This is just kind of filler. Anything you want to say about like the undeadness of John and Barrick or? I don't know. Dormant I'm, and I'm, the Hound. I think it was cool that they addressed their undeadness. Yeah. And how they kind of had a little bond over it. Because you know what? If I was undead and met another person who was undead, I think I'd bond with them. Uh, and then I did I did find uh, Tormund and Sanders' conversation to actually be a little funny. I liked. I kind of liked that because 
it seems that t- the thing Tormund really likes about Brienne is that she could kick the crap out of him, and he's like, "Yes, do it to me." He's like, "Yes, <laughs> yes." She beat you up. Yeah. Oh, I've got, I've got to have her. I've got to have her. <laughs> Need her fist like, in oh, my oh, neck oh. right now. <laughs> oh my Hold god! On. Tell me about That's it. That's not <laughs> where I thought you were going. With that. <laughs> Sorry. Did I catch you off guard? Yeah. Oh gosh, let's move on quickly. Dragonstone. We move to Dragonstone because Danny doesn't want Tyrion to be a hero because he's not like a hero, but he's totally brave, but he's not stupid. But you know, um, don't be he's stupid like these other people that run He's not going to marry her. Yeah, and like John's way too small for me. Oh, uh, what? Uh, but you're. I didn't mean, I mean that. Uh, Tyrion, you're not. Uh, oh crap! Like you're too small for everyone. No, that's not what I meant to say. Actually, <laughs> jeez, Danny. She um, was married to Khal Drogo, so yeah, and she's like yeah. five foot two or something in real life. She's tiny, so Kit Harrington, I doubt, is too small for her. Whatever. Um, yeah, and then oh the more of the God. stupid, like more of the stupid, like let's break the wheel size. shit. <laughs> Varys. Well, why? Varys. <laughs> So how big is he? I, oh my god! <laughs> well, he's no tripod, but I snuck in his room and measured, my lady. He might be a grower. Oh boy! <laughs> boy. He's is not a shower. The artist. Well, his bro- his his had. brother is called the three-eyed raven. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> that doesn't make no. <laughs> that doesn't make three balls or something. That sounds like a circumcision goes terribly wrong. Well, because, like, the eye of the snake... Anyway, never mind. Um, that doesn't fit. So, yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. Dang I, it, let's stop. let's stop. I didn't hate this uh, scene. <laughs> Yay! Positivity Yay. from Mikal. So, so the fact that Tyrion is proposing that, like, hey, maybe we can have elections if you suddenly die. And she's like, I'm not, a, I'm not the queen yet. Um, but, like, the whole break the wheel stuff, and I don't know, it's kind of silly. I mean, it uh, was but I, silly, but it was it was as, ah, uh, gosh, I don't know, sensible <laughs> as right. this episode how got. Big, how unsensible would it, it had to be for you not to like it? How big would it, it had to be? I don't All know. Right. Try, I try that like, a third time. I, I was just like, Tyrion is making but, one good point here. And I was <laughs> I was like holding on to that. Yeah. And of course, but he's a small like, point. I'm not going right? to listen to him. Yeah. It's not a big point; it's a small point, but it's okay. Uh, yeah, so Damn it's it great that maybe she'll have elections, like whatever. I mean, it's cool. Yeah, I guess it just confirms that that's maybe what where they're going, or at least that's what they know. We think that they're going towards maybe at the end. So I don't know. And they they talk about like meeting with Cersei and. Yeah, All and bad. Tyrion's like, look, I just want people to know that I served you for a long time and I should be the next king when you die suddenly, that's all. Um, Which planting is, the seeds. No fucking sense, right? Like, that made no fucking sense. I what mean, made this made, no like, a, like a little bit of sense. Like, I felt like it was weird to have this conversation now, but, like, and is it also weird that he knows that she can't have children or did that, like, come up somewhere in the past, I, I, I think, think she's told him that, like, because like the dragons are my children. You know, she says that all the time. They're the only ones she's one ever had. Yeah. 
She just like walks. She just walks out to breakfast. The dragons are my children. Have my only children. Like, are my scones ready? This way, they're not. They can't inherit. Yeah. So I thought no, I was I like, want I want Drogon to inherit the Seven Kingdoms. <laughs> yes, I've left everything. <laughs> the dragons in charge. <laughs> She's like the crazy lady from Aristocats who leaves so much of it to her cats. <laughs> and then Tyr- and then Tyrion is the butler who gets rid of them. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Call me up. I got an idea. <laughs> He'll work better than Confederate. <laughs> yeah. So. It's great, whatever. I, I think that the, the conversation that they were trying to have here was, hey, Nanny, it was really scary that you almost died, and I saw my life flash before my eyes because we're totally screwed, and you need to be more careful. Um, and he sort of used like the whole, like, there's no plan of secession, which is somewhat important to kind of bring that up. So, um, yep. But she still went north of the wall, burned shit up, like, everything was cool, and then... Yeah, we'll get there. We didn't know that John was okay for <laughs> like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So speaking of north of the wall, segue. Uh, we all of a sudden are in the middle of a snowstorm. Like, what the hell? What what happened there? Uh, I don't know. And there's some sort of animal in the distance. And somehow in this snowstorm, they can barely tell what the animal is, but they can tell what color the eyes are. Like, what's up with that? They can um, barely tell. Yeah. Uh, well, so whatever. they were able to nuke all of the White Walkers and no. Uh, oh. What what are you what are you doing? What are you talking about? This is no, later. Uh, we're not there yet. Dang it, Varley. <laughs> we're not no. there yet. Let uh, me finish with the scene. Okay, did no, anybody no, else think my wife's Looking at me and mad at me. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. So so this bear attacks. It's a giant right. fucking bear, and the lightsabers go off, and they like just pat it with some fire, and you think that sort of does it, but nope, it goes crazy and kills like twenty of the random people that they brought with them, and then also kind of mauls Thoros a bit, and because the hound is like scared by the fucking fire and it becomes useless again. Okay, now you can talk about it. Okay, so did anybody else think that this was Ghost at first? Like, because I thought it was Ghost. <laughs> I, you I was like, tell oh, what there it was he is. At first, like it was. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was Ghost, or maybe, maybe it's Benjen, or I don't know what's going on, you know. But Benjen it's a, it's a polar bear. Episode. Yeah. So I thought Thoros got like like ripped apart here, but I guess he was just kind of scratched and. And then, uh, was it fire medicine? What what the fuck was that? (laughs) He just, he just cauterized him. He just was like, he's good to go, bro. Give give him some booze and he'll walk it off. Like, yeah, they know enough about medicine to cauterize a wound with a flaming sword. They don't know enough about medicine to know that if you leave a guy with a major wound lying on the snow and let him fall asleep, he's going to die. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was a goner from this point anyway. I don't, it's weird that they didn't just let him die right here, but you know, I, I, I mean, I guess he was kind of he had a he had some use later, um, and the, the bear looked pretty cool. It's kind of cool, you know, lightsabers and stuff. I just I, again, like, how many people came with them other than the people we know? 
I don't know. I feel like I only counted like one in this scene and then like maybe two or three in the next, but I might be completely off. Yeah. Well, but like they just keep dying. Like there's, I don't know. Cause then when they're surrounded later and they keep dying. Like... And definitely, but like definitely like I thought more people were going to die like that we knew. Yeah. Cause each time I'm like, wait, episode. who is that? Who is that? Is that Thoros? Is that the hound? Who's yeah, dying? Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell. You know, the way it's shot. Well, they shot should have. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Gendry was, was going to for sure be dead. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, now we move on to Winterfell uh, yet again. Oh, boy. So. Uh, oh, I literally Sansa, felt my gore drive. <sighs> Sansa runs straight to Littlefinger's chambers. And uh, I don't know. I guess we're really doing this. That's what I wrote down. Um and Littlefinger does like season one or two or three Littlefinger shit, you know, oh, where he's like actually <laughs> supposed to act like how he's kind of subtle. Yeah, he's, he's kind of subtle again. Subtle. Um, oh, what you you don't think that? Oh, are you are you fearful? How would she get this letter? Certainly not me. You're right I mean, all now. This, not all this obviously been, up to something. What? <laughs> I mean, this all could have been solved if Arya was like got this from Littlefinger, what's going on, right? Then she would go to Littlefinger and be like, hey, why do you have this? What's going on? Um, and at least that would be a conversation but to that have. that would make sense. That would make too much sense, exactly. So Littlefinger suggests, well, I mean, Lady Brienne is sworn to protect both of you so she could help out. Surely she would protect you in this situation, which him suggesting that Brienne is going to help protect Sansa obviously tells Sansa that Brienne won't protect her and he should send her off. Because maybe she wants to kill Arya and she thinks she would protect Arya. I don't know why the hell this works um, to get rid of Brienne. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't make they're, sense. They're getting Brienne out of the way, so whatever can happen to Sansa next week happens to Sansa. Or whatever happens to Arya. We don't really know. Sure. Um, right. And yes. Littlefinger implies that like Arya is like maybe going to harm Sansa, it sounds like. Which Sansa uh, kind of thinks she gets confirmed later, I bet. But, uh, we also yeah. get Sansa's feelings on, like, ruling the North. And she's like, this is really hard. And uh, it kind of sucks. And I'm doing my best. But also, John left me in a really bad position. Yeah. And she makes a good point of, like, like oh, she's like, well, these people are loyal to you. And, like, they see, you know, you won the, the veil and all this stuff. And she makes a good point of, like, well, yeah, like, they didn't support him, and then he won, and then now they support him. And as soon as he gone, he's gone, now they're kind of supporting me, and, like, what, like if I jump on that, who are they going to be supporting next? Like, these people are fickle as hell. Yep. I just wanted to point out that Arya's whole, like, you're burning for power is clearly not true, because she could, she would have told Littlefinger that if that is the way she felt. And I think we had gone over that at like last episode or something where it's like Sansa has shown in no way that she wants like the, to rule over the North. I mean, I, I can see I can see it being like something where she's prepared to do it and where she'd be like, yeah, I, I think I do a good job at this or maybe even I do a better job than John. But she has yeah, shown she nothing where she's to. like. I'm going to take those moves. I'm going to try to rip this away. Like, there's been no indication. That. It's one thing to, I mean, like, nobody's ever going to enjoy ruling, but it's one thing to rule over people who follow you, and it's another 
thing to rule over people who somebody left you in charge of. Um, so, like, it's... Dario. <laughs> oh, he's happened. long gone by now. <laughs> he's dead. He's like all the gold and went somewhere nice. Yeah, I don't think he's dead. I think he just bailed. But, like, yeah. also, since when does Sansa... Like, what... Does she trust Littlefinger now? Is she back with his... She's like, oh, yeah, yeah I trust Yeah, exactly. Him. Like, she ran straight to him. Like, I guess she's the only one... Or he's the only one that she feels she could mention this letter to without worrying about it getting out or anything, but... Was he in the room uh, when that was written? Because I, I think that was he was there in the room and the pre and like the before oh, the King's episode. Landing. Yeah, uh, with Cersei's letter. Ooh. I was think he, he was because it was like him, Varys, Cersei. Was, was it like the council where like they were all like, telling so, her you need to write this letter? So he's if, if that's true, and I don't want to like, you know, ride on that, but and give D and D some credit, but. If that's so, then Littlefinger would Sansa Sansa in Sansa's mind, Littlefinger would be the only one that knows that that's actually not real. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I that's all I got. That's like the one. That's like the only. Actually, this scene made more sense to me, other than Littlefinger's like, oh, you or Arya might be against you, might be wanting to kill you. Part like her going to him makes a little yeah. bit of sense. Yeah, if, straight if up. If that's I'm true. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, straight up. Like, he's there, right there in the room with all of them. Like, yeah. and he's, like, suggesting, like, you know, hey, give her a chance to write this letter. Yeah, so it just, there's a little bit of sense in what they're doing here, but I still am not happy with, like, how he's manipulating both of them, the sisters. I don't know. I I mean, maybe maybe this will all be, like, in the service of, yay, they they defeat him and you know, order is restored and whatever, but, like, I don't know, like, why? Ari's about to get a new face. Ari's about to get a new face. Well, yes. That was pretty heavily lampshaded as well. I am hoping this will all end in, like, in an Ocean's Eleven-like ending, how they do part of the heist and they have, like, ending part one and then ending part two, they show you the extra little bit of the heist, how they got away right. with it. I'm hoping for like a. They show how little of... little finger has been watching their every conversation, so they were just acting. Yeah, you know, yeah, and they're trying to trap I him. I even gonna... take the cute yeah. music and everything. He's hoping. So I was going to bring this directs like episode uh, season eight, episode one, where all this comes out. <laughs> Casey, I was gonna... what were you saying? Sorry, I was. I just. I was going to bring it up later, but I feel like we're going to have more to talk about later. Um, just that, does anybody think that Arya could potentially have already, or in the future, get Littlefinger's face? Um, God, so, I hope so. <laughs> but I think it's not good. I think that it's going to be to get against Sansa. What I'm hoping for is, well... Or- I'm hoping for is that Sansa and Arya will discover that Littlefinger was behind this and get rid of him. Arya doesn't take his face because she realizes, oh my god, what what have I become? 
She's like, and, I don't want to wear that. And shit. I, I just want everyone to be happy. And <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. Nope. One of them's like probably going to die soon, right? Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. Hmm. You know, and so like I mean, I've seen a lot of the con the comments that people are like, no, I think they're 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 scripting it pretty clearly that they're both going to team up against Littlefinger, and I'm like, I mean, last it episode doesn't seem I to be was going like, that way. last episode I'm like, oh yeah, I could see that, but this episode's making me kind of like pretty freaking hesitant. Yeah, suck it. Yeah, so what's <laughs> what's Brienne gonna do like in the first five minutes of next episode when she's already shown up at King's Landing? Oh, who knows? Get beheaded. <laughs> Like, oh, man. Get killed by Cersei. In Jamie's arms. Yeah, well, the preview does show them all meeting, I guess, at, like, maybe neutral ground or some shit. Like, I don't know what's yes. going on with that <laughs> they stupid thing. They went to thing. Essos. <laughs> they went back <laughs> to Danny's arena in Essos. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like. Yeah. Kind of. Oh, man. Did you guys know this only takes five minutes? One of them takes a ship, the other takes a dragon. It's pretty quick. Maybe they're um, in the dragon pit. Hey, where's Euron? Anyway, who? Who? Yeah, I know, right? So let's let's uh, let's move back beyond the wall um, for the uh, Jorah and Thoros hour, where he tells him the story of him, you know, the assault on Pike during uh, the Greyjoy Rebellion and how cool that was, and he's like, I don't even remember that shit, man. I was so drunk. Um, yeah. And then they uh, conveniently find a very small group of the undead with one little Targaryen uh, other. And uh, for some reason, after they kill him, all of it, I think it looked like all of the whites that were like mostly skeletons were the ones that kind of fell over, all except for this one white, which was really convenient. So, I mean, everything about this scene was extremely convenient. Except for the earthquake of the undead that came running after them. That wasn't very convenient. They put uh, a fucking bag over the white's head and say, <laughs> lead him away. They're like, uh, they, they don't, they yeah. don't want to let him know where they're going. Yeah. Yeah. This way. Well, I guess if you could see through the eyes of the uh, undead. But yeah. So, uh, yeah, this way, you know, they got, they, they've got to get away from the, uh, the army that's coming. So they send Gendry to run one way and they run the other. Um, Run to the wall. We're going to go this way and hope for a, some, a solution. And they happen upon a frozen lake, which is very thin ice, uh, which is just what they need to, I don't know, like, survive for days? How long are they here? It's hard to tell. Um, Gendry runs like the wind, but leaves his hammer behind. Uh, I don't really understand this. But I guess because he's the youngest, he's the fastest. And, uh, yeah, so we get Gendry being like, I need to send a raven. And you know that raven's going to get there in, like, five minutes. And um, Thoros dies here for some reason. I mean, they could have just killed him at the bear and uh, gets lit on fire. For some reason, it really bothered me that, like, it's the dead of winter beyond the wall. And uh, the ice is cracking under their feet. Well, how about the fact they came across a stream where the water was running? What the (laughs) hell? How is that stream still running? The other is walking up to it, and it's like it should be freezing over because they bring the winter. And he's just like, 
Hmm. A, they're lured by fire, which is great. It's a great trap for like an oh, ice. Oh, a man. nice refreshing like, stream. <laughs> fire. Mm, a stream. This stream is probably not even too cold to drink. Like, it's very weird. Uh, but you know, it's not. I guess you know they have to shoot in real locations, so it can't be that cold. Yeah. They could make it look colder. They and did that Gendry, snowstorm who thing. Who has uh, never seen snow? Is the first fastest person to run through it not torment who's lived in it in his entire life right right yeah yeah but like, you like, how, you like that, that, that. for the first time for like six hours that that, like, that, that hammer will weigh you down leave it with me i want it's to like i tricked him real good i got his hammer <laughs> and then he just gives it to the hound <laughs> he's like rocket recruiting uh gendry Instead of like, but with hammers. Yeah, I need I need that guy's limbs. hammer. Gendry's just like first my damn helmet, then my hammer. I can't keep any of my shit. Also, my whole problem with this scene was how did the knights, uh, the others, know what they wanted? Like, why? Because it seems Isn't very it obvious. obvious that... Huh? Huh? Isn't it obvious Everybody the wants to thing... know. The first thing the Night's King went was, oh shit, they're going to kidnap one of my whites and make an incestuous queen yeah. have to team up with them. We got to stop them. Yeah, I got to sacrifice <laughs> one of my men, which there aren't that many of us. And I'm going to send him with a group of people that he controls or something. And one person he doesn't. So well, I, like, I didn't get right away. It's kind of a, lame, kind of a yeah. lame other. He's got like, what, six guys under his control? Seven? So yes. Yeah, well, maybe he's got more elsewhere. You just lost like a thousand men. But... Um, so, like, like at Hardhome, we didn't see any people fall, but whatever. So they're setting up this whole thing where if you kill, you know, you kill the head vampire and all the other people turn back, uh, which is kind of really stupid, but whatever, it's it's common. And um, I, I don't know, like, I thought at first, like, maybe they were just setting up that, like, the skeleton people, like, have to be actively, like, controlled by someone nearby or something, but the other whites can... You know, because like he, I think he was the only one that was kind of more fleshy, and you know he didn't fall over. But I, I guess I was wrong because immediately they're like, just, just kill the White Walkers and we we win. They don't need swords; they all need javelins, and they should just stand on the wall and take pot shots. Otherwise, it's gonna happen. Yeah. So they're completely surrounded here. Um, I mean, uh, the only thing that's gonna happen is dragons show up at this point, right? You're watching the episode, and you know, there's there's no way they get out of here. Unless, you know, they get air support. So that had me kind of worried. Another raven which moves really fast. Ravens are like the fastest. And Sansa's got an invitation to come to King's Landing to meet with Cersei. Confusing, but okay. So she decides to send Brienne. Makes sense, right? Yeah, I was really... Not one of the lords that she has. Or, or, Or just don't send anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, oh, fuck that shit. I'm not going anywhere near there. She'll kill me. You go. Wait, what? She's uh, taking literally the only person that might actually, like, pr- protect her. Or that not might actually, would actually protect her. And um, even when Brand's like, you won't be protected, I could, maybe, like, Podrick could try to protect you. And even she's like, no, I don't even want Podrick. <laughs> yeah, so I guess she's like, I have, like, hundreds of loyal, like, guardsmen that'll just watch over me. And I think that the whole point of what uh, Littlefinger said earlier was that, well, hey, Brienne kind of has conflicted loyalties. Like, he was like, well, surely she'll keep you guys safe, right? If Arya tries to hurt you, she'll just protect you. 
But what he was trying, what he was really saying was, you can't trust her to protect you because she's sworn to both of you. Um, which doesn't make any sense. She's not gonna like. She's not gonna let Arya hurt you. She's not gonna let you hurt Arya. That's fine. It's perfect, right? Yeah, I was kind of just pissed off at this because I was just like, Sansa, why are you pushing Brienne away? And it's because of all Littlefinger's bullshit. And yeah. I, why, just... why are you pushing Brienne away? She's got to be here when Tormund gets back. <laughs> exactly. Forget about Jamie, Brienne. Come on. Never going to happen now. <laughs> yeah. Also, they're not going back, right? They're just going straight to Dragonstone. <laughs> On their, the ship that they had. <laughs> just chilling. I guess they did originally take a ship up, right? Yeah. Yeah, that uh, that amazing interlude. Um, we get Danny in her most fashionable winter wear. Like whoever is making the clothes for the Queen of Dragons <laughs> is on point. She, she reminded me of Cruella Deville from <laughs> the late '90s, like live. Oh my action gosh, guys, movie. guys, we haven't seen Ghost. Oh, the one with Glenn Close. No. Yes, that one. No. No, maybe. <laughs> she's got and then white, she's got like she's got tiger fur on the back. Fur, suddenly has this like white fur, like warmth gown. I'm just saying, we haven't oh. seen Ghost. Um. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, we get her briefly, and she's like, "I'm flying. I must save John because this raven that he sent five minutes ago got to me." And the hound is bored, so he throws rocks like all bored idiots do. I guess. And he hits one of the whites in the face and it's like, huh, you're stupid. And then he comes up short and the ice doesn't break. And then he's like, oh, I'm stupid. Um, and then everything happens. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think we need to necessarily break down this whole little battle here. But basically, they're all attacked and they don't immediately just start smashing the ice in front of them once these people start walking on it, which would be the most logical thing to do because it's protected them for however many days they've been there. I don't know how much time has passed. Also, can and... we talk about how they started attacking because Clegane was like, I'm bored, I'm going to throw rocks. Ugh. Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. It's like he he was, they've been sitting there forever and he just throws some rocks and they go, oh, wait a second, I guess we can attack. But yeah. I also thought that, like, like clearly old, uh, like, Ice Spear dude could have killed them at any point, right? So, or he could have just had them run anyway and, like, climb out of the water, maybe. So I think he was, like, does he know there's dragons? Like, what is he, like, it feels like a trap, but it also feels like as soon as they realize they can move, they do. So I'm not sure if it's, like, super trappy or not. Could have made a zombie bridge. They've got so many that, like, whatever, if they sink, those people can just hold up the other people until they get across to the next patch of ice. Like, it reminds you know, they've got me of infinite a book. troops. I read, I read a book once called, like, The Wind Singer or something, and there were these kind of, like, perfect zombie creatures called the Czars, and they actually did that. Like, they, the good guys crossed over some, like, ravine bridge and, like, cut it down behind them. Um, so the czars just kept marching off the cliff until there was they were the bodies were high enough for them to keep marching back over. And um, I'm just saying they could have taken some tips from the czars. Maybe the Night King just likes toying with his food. Probably. I do you think he enjoys toying with John? 
Yeah, I don't know. Like he seems to kind of recognize what's going on there. I mean, before at Hard Home, he hadn't died yet, and they still kind of locked eyes, right? They found each other. Um, it's very weird. But I don't know. The the short answer to all of this is like the reason why these other things didn't happen is because they wanted this cool battle scene and they all march out of the ice and like, you know, Tormund, oh my god, like I, I was sure he was dead and I was yeah, like I was, <laughs> I was, I was so going, upset. No. I was so upset. I was like, Brienne, no. <laughs> oh I, was I mean he was, didn't die. It looked like like his head was about to get pulled off. Like I thought something gruesome was about to happen, and I was just, I was so upset. And um, thankfully he's saved. But you know, m- more randos die here. Lots more randos die here. And John calls for them to retreat, but I don't really. They have like ten feet to retreat, I guess. So they go kind of back up to the top of the rock, and there's another rando that falls over and dies. Um, and then Yoda shows up to save them. I mean, Danny shows up to save them. With her fire dragons. Um, yeah, pretty much like we expected and everything goes well, right? <laughs> the, like, they just, they, they won. They, they, this is it. The Game of Thrones is over. I had that thought while watching the scene, like, and knowing that the dragons were coming. And I was just like, you know, we could just end it here. Like, this could be the end. We could kill all the White Walkers, kill the others. Dragons are here. We're all. I, I think we got this. <laughs> Clearly not. I was. I was guessing like uh, maybe the dragon fire isn't enough to kill these guys, or it, I don't. know. I think there's just too many of the undead. Well, but I mean, like the the actual White Walkers, like they didn't actually go for any of them, which maybe that should have been the first thing they did. Um, but you know, Danny doesn't like. You know, nothing's really been able to hurt her, and I guess we had the. The scorpion attack earlier that kind of like foreshadowed like hey these things aren't invincible so maybe the whole point of that was to show us this and then this dude uses his magical you know uh ice missile that explodes the side out of a dragon yeah what and, kind of strength I mean, does he have <laughs> we just like <laughs> flip it up there and <laughs> like was i don't know if that's like his like fire belly exploding or if that was the the uh the actual spear that did that or whatever but it was just yeah, I mean something it was brutal so to watch, and it was really sad. Something so hot, maybe. I, I, maybe I thought I thought it was his like fire pouch exploding. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, I thought it was just like fire meets ice, and well, if you magical. look in Dragon Anatomy books, you can see that the fire pouch <laughs> is a little bit further to the yeah. on the medial side. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but once again, it's all John's fault because instead of just getting on the Don Dragon, with everyone else, he has to keep stepping forward and fighting those Yeah, what the hell was that? Yeah, Mm. I'm sorry, John. Do you want to look big in front of Danny? Good, good. You killed a dragon. Good job, man. He's like, she said said I wasn't big enough. I have to go kill the Night's King right now. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Uh, I guess that's what he was wanting to do was... He was wanting to go confront them, maybe end this. Like Beric said, was like, no, you know, just the two of us. We just need to go kill him. Which, I mean, Beric's kind of an idiot, but he's also the best. So it's okay. But uh, I, I assume that's what John was thinking at that moment. While Danny's like, hey, we're all on Drogon. Can we get out of here? Uh, I thought she was really going to be like, you got my dragon killed, you piece of shit. 
Uh, but she's very understanding, I guess. On the plus side, I I did think like I don't want this whole podcast to be completely negative, but I actually thought like the the battle itself and like I felt like the same scared like scaredness I felt like or queasiness I guess when I saw the Battle of the Bastards and like just the mounds of people and I guess yeah the mounds mm. of White Walkers coming up it reminded me of I I haven't seen World War Z but it reminded me of the preview of World War Z if that makes any sense with them all climbing up the right climbing the wall yeah. Um, um, but you know, it was, it was, the shots were cool. It was a, definitely an ice versus fire battle with, you know, song of ice and fire. It finally fucking happened the dragons meet the white walkers. And that's, I didn't expect it this early, but it was kind of, it was really awesome. Yeah. It was yeah. definitely cool to see. And I, and I'm all right. It's going to sound terrible, but I am. <laughs> both sad and glad that one of the dragons was taken out because if it, if the dragons just showed up and burned a bunch of people and the whites could do nothing about it you're like well then they're screwed they can't fly either yes. and they're stuck on the ground but because you have like anti-aircraft knights king right here able to just take one out so quickly and then attempt to take out another one you're like, oh my god, they're like a really serious threat. Yeah, there has to be tension, and you have to show that, like, the whole season we've been saying, well, Jamie just needs to get her dragons up north. That's where the real fight is. And it's great that she's up there, and uh, she's, she's seen this now. But also, her dragons are not just, like, the end game. And it's, um, even so when she's up there, it's still a fight. There is a chance that you can lose it. Yeah, yeah. So that is that is definitely something that was important that they had to set up. And I mean, I know it probably sounds like we're being super negative. We're always, you know, fucking negative. We're criticizing the shit out of this stuff. <laughs> um, that's okay. But, like, uh, I think it's the problem with this is the logic of this episode sucked. But, like, the action and, like, just, like, like the production was really great. Yeah. So, and that's, that's I mean, that's kind of what the show has done a lot of. Where, you know, they do things that don't make sense, but they do them really well. So I, I mean I can say that this this is an, another one of one of the most exciting battles we've gotten in a show that you know we didn't really get a lot of battles in. It wasn't really a show about battles. Um, we've kind of moved on from that political intrigue a lot, uh, and now it's just whether the Stark sisters are going to kill each other. So, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't know if you guys talked about this yet, but um. So my friend Sue, who I watched the show, she's a book reader. Yeah, so like when the bear attacks them, they lose one of their guys. And she goes, so isn't that all they need? That's what they came up there for, right? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she's like, well, he'll, he'll be a white now. Because like those guys in the first season, they didn't turn until they were like in the ice cells. And then like that's why I was a little bit late um, watching the show because we paused it right there. And then we had like a pretty big conversation about what are the rules with these fucking yeah. things? And the, the the rules just changed this episode from every kind of everything we knew. So, yeah, I mean, and I almost last... wish like we would get a little more of that than like another stupid gratuitous sex scene or you know some random conflict between Arya and Sansa scene. Oh, I kind of wish holding hands. 
<laughs> Super gratuitous sex scene right there. Maybe there's like some cave drawings in there that explain how the other. <laughs> right. Yeah, super detailed cave drawings, but nothing indicating what the fuck are these. That just shows like cut off this guy's head, the others all die. Oh, okay. Yeah, like. Where did that come? That didn't seem to work in Hard Home. No, exactly. So, I mean, you would have to say, well, oh, maybe none of those people were, you know, controlled by that one guy that John killed. It's, you know, it's all kind of, it's all too convenient and silly. And it's like, it just made me think of, you know, Independence Day and like John's going to have to drive his plane into the spaceship and then all the other people will die. And it's like, I don't know, whatever. Um, I just find like the whole, like, it's going to come down to single combat, like, scenario that maybe they're setting up is not as exciting. I don't know. With this fight scene, for a brief moment, I thought that um, John in the water, like, I mean, he probably should have died. We can get technical technical with that. But I actually thought, like, yeah, he's going to die, and then he's going to be the, the Night's King. <laughs> and he's yes, going to ride yes. the dead oh my dragon. Gosh, yes. <laughs> I was like, he, I was like, there were two things that were going to happen in this very short period of time where he falls into the water and Danny escapes. I'm like, well, if that's it, he's done. So either that dragon is going to roar back to life and, like, save him and they're both going to escape, like, half dead and that's his dragon. Or, like, the Night's King's just going to walk over and be like, you serve me now. And he's going to become, like, the new, like, face of the uh, of evil. And yeah, see, neither of those happened, which was really weird. <laughs> when I, uh... Like, he just walked away. <laughs> And then Vengeance came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I, I was like thinking that, because we didn't see Rhaegal after Viserion got taken down. And so I was just waiting for like the dragon to like dive down into the water and then like explode back up with like John in his claws. And then it like started speaking. That's I what know I thought you're was a Targaryen. <laughs> well, no, but uh... I thought maybe John survived because he is ice. Oh, yeah, because he's already he's died. already dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that and also because he's the ice and the ice and fire. Right. I just was it weird that the whole army of the dead just walked away. The whole thing um, is weird, Adam. The whole thing is weird. OK, I'm just making sure that I'm not <laughs> I'm, that I'm not like being crazy here. No, it like just, the logistics just, was they walked away so just long enough for him to get out and start running off. <laughs> like, and they turn around and like, oh, fuck, that guy's still alive. <laughs> and then Benjen comes in on his horse. I thought oh. that was so petty of the writers to just be like, oh, here's Benjen, what John has been, who John has been looking for, for since the first fucking season. And then they're just like, they have like a maybe two second, five second moment and then leave it like that. Well, D&D &D did mention that after the episode. And you'll be glad to hear that it was a great scene that was extremely powerful <laughs> reunion. This show is all about reunions. And um, I like, I, you know, I, I, it was kind of cheap, but at the same point, I don't know how much north of the wall we're going to be doing. So I feel like Benjen is done either way. And like he was a show only character with this cold hands Benjen thing. So this was like a, a way to send the character off and also be like, oh, yeah, maybe we can at least let John see him. So, yeah. but it was very, it was very sad. It was very sad. Like, Uncle Benjamin, it's you. Get out of here. Goodbye. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> no. Maybe he's the third head of the ice dragon. 
We'll maybe, see. Maybe Benjen rides the ice dragon instead of the Night King. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. No, as uh, John was dragging himself out of the water, all I could think of is like, if Danny thinks he's short now, wait until they have to remove like everything below the knee because of hypothermia. <laughs> <laughs> or frostbite, sorry, not hypothermia. I was going to say, he's not going to be able to bend the knee after that. Nope. Uh, he's going to be on his knees all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So... So um, wait, do we want to... Okay, we're not there yet. Hold on. Yeah, what were you saying, Casey? Do we want to have a conversation? I feel like we could have a whole podcast on this, but like since we're all book readers, since there's an now an ice dragon, what do we think about that in, in the context of the books? Do we think that there's going to be this kind of thing happening, or do we think that no. there's going to be an actual no. ice dragon? I yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I think there might be like a dragon that they have or something, but I don't think it's going to... I don't think this is going to happen. You know, I don't know if it's going to oh, no, be one I don't Danny's dragon either. I'm just talking about like the dragon itself. I hope there's an ice dragon, and that's I guess. Well, we're going to get that at the final scene. But we can talk about it now. Um, does this dragon still breathe fire? Since fire kills these things, or does he like breathe the cold or somehow um, ice fire? Maybe he he breathes ice, and then anyone who gets like in the in the way, turns into a white immediately. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's super powerful. Yeah, good way to counter that whole, like, you kill one of the <laughs> Night's King people, and, oh, all the whites are dead. Can he Bing, are you read anything? Because he got, you know, his fire sack punctured. He's just going to be leaking, like, some weird icy shit everywhere as he flies. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, see, there's your problem. Your uh, your dragon's got a leak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna happen. Um, I I do think one of Danny's dragons is gonna die, but I always figured it would be in like a dance of the dragon off with like Fagon or something. But I don't know. Um, I just want to call it right now. Next week's episode will end with the ice dragon screeching like the White Walkers do, and that's what's gonna crack the wall. I'm calling it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we see any of the others until next season. Or if we do, it's like they do whatever goes down with Cersei and the Lannisters at this little parlay they're doing. And then we see them, you know, at the last scene, like actually ready to assault the wall or something. And it's like next year on Game of Thrones. But I oh, feel like we're, we're, we're just done. We're done with them, you know, until like two or three episodes in the next season. Well, they don't you need think? to bring down the wall now. All they need to do is load up all those whites and just do many, <laughs> many, many trips over just the wall. Do a lot of trips. It will them some time. Well, but again, if it's if it's magic <laughs> that's keeping them out, like it's you know they could they could swim around the wall. So if it's, well, I think it's magic that keeps the others from crossing the wall. Maybe not necessarily well, yeah, the whites, and they can't control the whites he, past the wall. Like if he breathes ice, then they could like literally create a nice land bridge and go like tackle Essos first they don't need to do any of that either but I kind of get the feeling like it's a purely Westerosi deal and like that's their kind of motivation and goal and I I have a feeling that wall is going to come down and uh, I mean we have indications in the books about that happening anyway you guys I don't know if any of you guys watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia but when when I watch the show lately I feel like I need to like singing like what are the rules because yeah, that's exactly what I don't, I'm saying. What I don't know rules? what the rules are anymore 
yeah it's funny it's funny you mentioned that because you know like david and dan are really good friends with them ron uh or rob mccallery is that how you say his name yeah well they were at, they were in um like the unsolid or something season. right yeah they're in it yeah. like a couple episodes later anyway so the, the well no they were in the assault at um Castle rock they were like random unsullied oh, soldiers oh, on the boats oh, or they something were in the show i um dan and dave were in the water park episode of sunny well, um, now the writing makes sense yeah seriously <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's a great show it's hilarious it's also I despicable hate that show like, so much <laughs> oh my gosh that show is so I amazing i hate I it dance after a while and I, I like it now but at first i really hated it the whole point is you're supposed to hate the characters and yeah. that's what D&D wants us to do is hate the characters Apparently. Right, oh boy um so let's let's finish let's finish this stupid stark uh anyway um winterfell let's finish winterfell where sansa becomes a sleuth and breaks into arya's room using her powers of being the lord of the castle um and she finds walder face which is i didn't realize that the faces were just sort of like you know these little plastic sheets that she keeps in her bag which i guess makes sense she has to keep them somewhere but i thought yeah, maybe I'm, they'd be better kept they actually saw loose. those at sephora <laughs> they're like super super loose in there like she's like what the fuck is this and like you don't recognize walder frey like i guess she never met him but uh yeah i was hoping that we would find like a little finger face or there would be something like shocking in there like a face that we didn't know that Arya had but there wasn't and Arya doesn't really do a good job of explaining a lot of you know what happened to her her training um what's going on she never actually finished faceless man school but she's fronting as hell and yeah. um yeah oh my gosh like she's super intimidating here basically saying like i wouldn't it be nice if i wore your face around and pretended to be you i'm just gonna put on your skin sansa here's a knife goodbye yeah i don't why was she terrorizing her that was so out of character i don't don't know out of character but like it was not out of character but like a non sequitur for their dynamic no, I, I mean, I agree. I think that Arya's been out of character these past two episodes, uh, considering where we left. Like, there was no instigating incident, and I guess you could count, you know, finding the letter, but, like... Right. I don't, the I don't letter know. Like, makes her crazy. It's it's so... Fr- like, either, either... I don't know. Either go crazy. Like, go actually crazy. Arya, at this letter, and at, at what you think it means. Or... or Get over it, or believe Sansa's explanation and get over it. Well, I'm just like, again, look at the source. You got that from Littlefinger. You don't think that he's, like, trying to tear you guys apart? I just... The the obtuseness of these two people together is driving me insane. Also, Arya Arya acts like Sansa being like, why the fuck do you have a bag full of faces is, like, not not a good question. Like, it's not mine. I was holding it for a friend. Yeah, and she's—it's like—it's like—it's—it's it's like we slipped into a serial killer movie. You know, I guess it's maybe to illustrate what Arya's become in a way. But it's just like, you know, Sansa's like, "What the fuck is all this?" And she's like, "Do you want to play the game, the game of the faceless man? What the fuck does that mean, Arya? When I played the game, the last person didn't do so well. Like, 
It's like, oh, damn it. Like, you're about to murder me. And then she just gives her the well, knife. Like, well, and then again, uh, like, how terrorizing is that for Sansa? Because the last person that liked to play games with her was a fucking monster who raped her and beat her, you know? Oh, but th- that's not that bad, Hannah. That's really oh. not that bad. Got it. 10 4. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very good point. Um, I've been told uh, it's not that bad. <laughs> Arya, Arya is like next level here and like now we're back to Sansa not really doing anything wrong and just being kind of freaked out um, although she's already sent Brienne away I mean I to know. me like with what we've gotten the past two maybe two and a half episodes the it makes sense what's happening but I hate it <laughs> Right, Does but it, it doesn't make sense? make sense with like the lead up, like what they've yeah. done in the like recently. I guess makes sense, but how they got to that recently bit doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Like uh, they had the reunion, and I get that Arya is a bit detached, and but like Sansa was pretty warm, you know, after a minute, like, and she was especially glad to not have to deal with like a second brand, and then she's like, "Oh, you are kind of creepy." I feel like they should have some bonding or something. They should want to connect and like share their stories. And here's what happened to me in King's Landing. Here's what happened while I was gone. Like they they should be catching up. They should know all this stuff. Like she should have been like they made me write this terrible letter. Like none of this should be any secrets. But like they just haven't been talking for some reason. It doesn't make any sense. Who else are they talking to? Like they have no one. It just seems like this whole debacle between them boils down to a complete misunderstanding of the two and like I said earlier it just seems like they're not seeing what the other person has been through and whether it's because like they just don't want to talk about it or which is understandable or I I don't know they're they're just completely different and I didn't expect this to happen like this (laughs) And it's making me very sad. Like, I don't want to see these two women who have been through a crap ton of shit and just see them devolve into these potentially, I mean, into potentially murdering one or the other. I don't want, I don't like this. And maybe I'm not supposed to like this. Maybe this is the whole point. But I, I don't like what the writers are doing with them. I mean, it it does feel to me like the writers rewound their understandings of the characters such as they were um, to season one, you know, like episode eight yeah, of exactly. season one, you know, and like, <laughs> yeah, and that, yeah, yeah, exactly what I said earlier is that they have this image of them from when they started making the show and that's what they're playing off of now. I mean, like, I'm I'm very curious what their relationships are with their siblings, because like, I don't know about you, but my relationships with my siblings have changed since I was 11. Oh, yeah. A little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. I I, I don't know. And, I, and yeah. like, the only thing we get out of the next week's preview is um, Sansa, like, on the battlements of Winterfell, like, with her eyes closed and if then that's looking actually weird. Sansa. And, yeah, I'm like, is that Arya getting used to her new face? Oh, God. Oh, also, can I ask you guys scary. a question? Yes. Yeah. When, yep. Way, 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 way back. When Ned said uh, the whole, um, you know, when the winds blow and the blah, 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 the lone wolf dies and the pack survives. Right. Did he say that to Arya? 
I believe so. Because if, if he said it to Arya, then that's kind of a giveaway because Sansa says that in the in one of like the main trailers. And yeah, she hasn't said it yet. She has not said it yet. And if Arya is the only one who would know that, then... Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. The, the next week uh, previews were not helpful in quelling my uh, my fear. So, I mean, if they if they end up with, like, somehow Littlefinger dies and, you know, these people outsmart him because he's not really been very smart lately and they can get back to being Starks and figuring their shit out, great. I just don't think they're going to get there. Uh, I feel like that the shock value for the end of the season here is we're, we're getting the the Lannisters and King's Landing and they show Euron's fleet uh, outside King's Landing. And I don't, I don't feel like, is that all going to be resolved in one episode? I, I mean, I guess, but like the big shock value is going to be like one of these two girls that kills each other. Um, like, I hope that this season and season finale is a little bit different than the past season finales, because typically like the ninth episode has been, the big battle, the big wow shock factor, or just the wow. And then the next episode is like the shockingness. Like, oh my God, who's killing what? What? All these characters are dying. And I'm just hoping that it's not 90 minutes of people killing <laughs> off loose ends. <laughs> like, in well, 90 minutes, they're going to travel like 10 years into the future as fast as they're going. Yeah. I, I kind of thought that was what this episode was going to be. And I'm, I'm like, look, I like Gendry. And nothing against, and well, I I actually actively dislike Tormund, but fine. Nothing against Jorah. Nothing against Beric. Nothing against the Hound. I like the Hound pretty much, but like, I was really expecting like maybe two to come back. Like it seems like it it feels to me like the sacrifices are are weighted strangely on on the people who aren't like really equipped or willing to pay them you know i had a weird thought what are the chances of cersei just marrying your own and then passing off like jamie baby as your own's and jamie being all huffy about it low chance right that's yeah, just me she... having a crazy thought the the reason I say no is because she is in such a state right now <laughs> that I think she just wants to do whatever she wants. And what she wants is for her and Jamie to be, you know, the item of the country. Together forever. Yeah. Although I, I did, did actually have a thought. I don't remember when it came to me. Probably when I was listening to one of History of Westeros is 60,000 episodes, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I can only listen to one a week for so long. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, I was wondering if, um, you know, with the wacky time skip and whatever to distract myself, and let's talk about King's Landing, because why not? Um, if there might be some kind of, like, uh, repeat of uh, Cersei playing the role of Elia Martell and her uh, as-yet-unborn child playing the role of... Um, Aegon? Hmm. That's an interesting hmm. concept to think of. I mean, I don't think it will be because literally the show was just like, the whole Ilya thing is for season four, and then after that, like, it gets pushed to the background. But they can just pull up that scene that they mention it in the before the episode. to make. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot they can <laughs> do that. Fuck them. 
I mean, I'm not, I'm not like fully on board. Like this is going to happen, but I, I feel like it might be, I mean, something bad is probably going to happen to Cersei eventually. <laughs> um, so I, I, you know, I, I feel like if she doesn't like, you know, freakishly die this year, then something, some real come up no, is coming the, for next year. Yeah, they're making it through to next year. Yeah. And I feel like that there's a, a certain amount of the principal cast that they have to keep. And they say, oh, the final season. And they could kill Cersei off episode one next year, as long as they have her to promote that season that she's in it, that people love that character. Instead of like, well, they've got two years to stew and go, well, this person and this person and this person are dead. So that final season, you know, they're less excited. I think that's how they view it. So yeah. that's why they're not killing these people off like they should. Do we want to talk about the last scene? Oh, do we ever? <laughs> Danny. Um, yeah, so she's waiting for her boy, which I don't really understand this at all. She's just looking over the wall, and I thought she was just sort of reminiscing about the wall and how crazy things are. And Jorah's like, we gotta go. But no, uh, she's like, just a little bit longer. I'm like, oh, you think he could somehow be alive and coming back? Because that's crazy. I mean, it's what happens, but it's crazy that you would think that. And sure enough, he uh, he rolls on up in the horse and is cool. And they take him because, like, <laughs> East Watch <laughs> is not cool. He is very cool. Uh, yeah. And she's like, oh, my gosh, my John is here. And they take him straight to the boat because the boat's obviously a lot warmer than Eastwatch because Eastwatch sucks. <laughs> and um, John wakes up and, or well, before that, I guess she sees uh, she sees his shirt and like all the knife wounds and is very turned on. The heart uh, wound. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh crap! Like I guess, like he maybe, did. Oh, yeah, oh, maybe I someone see, should tell me more about the dead. whole knife to the heart thing that's kind of important to know before i sleep with you but maybe not so <laughs> can, yeah, he, he, can he get it up and you're he... to blame darling gotta... if you love i mean it's gotta be that's 100 functional people 100%. that's gotta be a difficult like conversation to have right before you have sex okay uh before we do this just want to let you know i died <laughs> And look, baby, it might be cold, but it still works. So, um, <laughs> oh my god, fire and ice. It definitely doesn't work. You need is. blood for that to work. <laughs> yeah, cold, cold blood. Um, anyway, maybe it clotted. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So John wakes up. Wait, wait. He and... has a permanent preface. Like uh, <laughs> a what? Preface. Preface. Um, Thank you. Like yeah, it just as long as he doesn't have Peroni's disease, don't Google that. Said. So, um, <laughs> no, but they're perfect yeah. together, right? So, if his wounds don't heal, he's unable to produce new cells. So, therefore, he's shooting blanks, and she's barren. They're perfect. You're you're really you're really thinking too far ahead into this. <laughs> um, really, we just need one or the other. We don't. This need was both. written by D and D. They didn't put that much thought into it. So <laughs> he wakes up and. He's like, hey, good to see you, Danny. And she's like, oh, no one calls me Danny. Oh, and he's like, I'm going to bend the knee as soon as I can walk. <laughs> Which is like, oh, but she eats it up. And um, she reminds him that, you know, dragons are my children, yo. Like, you get it? Like, those are my only children. Like, I ain't giving you no children. But also, I'm really sad because one of my children just died. Like, it, I don't know which they were emphasizing more with that line, but I think it served both purposes. 
And uh, then we cut to something that was off the chain. <laughs> Where the hell oh. did they get these like four inch thick chains to pull Viserion out of the? Like, From Craig's bookstore. <laughs> I don't understand. Like the wildlings have like weapons of bone, and they're like jealous of We're having castleforged steel when weapons. And somehow but we can the make chains. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe there's like some ancient society very very far north that had all that stuff that no one's ever been to except for the Night King. I don't think so, but he clearly just went to his woodshed and was like, "I got Tyrion's chain that he never used, um, and we're gonna pull this dragon out." Like, what the hell? Like, d- does he need to actually like touch him to turn him? Like, I don't think he needed to touch all the other dead people. Or maybe that's why he's taking so long. Yeah, he has to touch every single person on the forehead. Like, hard home like... took him a year to convert those people. He's like, this is hard work. Well, that brings in the question, like, from season one, who the fuck touched those guys that came to life at the wall? Yo, yo, they were touched beforehand. <laughs> it, was like a, it was like a time touch. It's a sleeper cell. <laughs> I did think the dragon looked incredibly beautiful. Uh, it was... Very well done. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just that CGI and it's Iris and that that was very very good. That also, is one. Oh, go about Judd and Danny, like I spent that entire thing scene thinking that she was about to propose to him, and then he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to bend the knee," and she's like, "Oh, retracts the hand. You can't marry subjects." Like, my bad. Yeah. Probably. Probably could have married you when you were still king of the north, and then we could be equals. But yeah. But, oh, I think Wait, what do you mean you can't marry a subject? Of course you can. Of course you can. You can, yeah. but it was one of the reasons that like Elizabeth the first never married. Yeah, but so. the Targaryens have been marrying each other. So I, I don't know. I, I yes, but also I don't, male rulers. Um, well, no, I mean it, even yeah, even what's her face? Uh, Rael, uh, Rainies. Rainies. Yeah, I mean, she married a non-Targaryen. Malt? No, actually, just... Oh, yeah, two, because uh, there was her first husband and then Damon. Yeah. So, from now on, when my friends ask me to describe Game of Thrones who haven't seen it, I'm going to explain how it's a seven-season-long story, uh, love story crafted between, between an aunt and nephew. <laughs> um, but it's quite romantic, I assure you. Also, <laughs> did anybody else think that, like, when... At the, like, the... the Sorry, the end of that scene, like, they're, like, looking at each other. John doesn't blink, and he doesn't let go of Danny. I thought he died. <laughs> yes, I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> and it's because Kit no, Harington is Kit never Harrington. allowed to move his face. Yep, face. that's just Kit Harrington. <laughs> um, <laughs> welcome back to Dead or Kit Harrington. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so true. Um, and she so says, you should rest, and he immediately just shuts his eyes, like, okay, you can leave now. And you know what's the gonna bed happen. that he's in, do you know, like, the two, like, the frames, they have those loops on them in dungeons, like, you could actually tie him to the bed? It It's bizarre. Yeah, so the, so the very next episode, what's gonna happen is... She's going to be in bed, and he's going to wake her up, and he's going to be like, I'm here to bend the knee, wah, wah, wah. And it's going to go down, and then they're going to find out that she's pregnant three scenes later. I'm calling it. Yeah, because 
his sperm was already brought back to life, so it has the power to bring her womb back to life. He froze some sperm up on the uh, wall. <laughs> Just in case. She refers to herself as Danny uh, in the book all the time. I, I did not appreciate or care for that at all. That I mean, she corrects him. I kind he... of thought it was... I thought it was the like the show unintentionally acknowledging that they've made Danny an automaton. That they've made her Khaleesi. Yeah. Calls her Khaleesi. And like with no real personal relationships that anybody cares about, you know, because Missandei doesn't call her by her name, you know, and. And Missandei's probably going to kill her next week. So. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Missandei been? Maybe Arya. That'd be cool She's... if Arya had like Missandei face or something. I'm yeah. just, like, saying, like, since things are off the wall, I just love, like, a Missandei, like, I'm gonna go rescue Grey Worm. I'm gonna grab... It's me, Varys. We're, like, we're not the A-team, we're the B-team. The A-team went up north. <laughs> we're the guy. We are the people who are left behind, and we're gonna go save Grey Worm. And I'd be I'm like, yeah. I'm man. Kinda. Missandei, Varys, and always to be people who have, like, very subtle talents, but then they just use them really well. D&D, get on it. Come on, dude. Give me something good for once. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, we know Braun will be there. Hey. How do you think that had to go down? We're going to shoot on separate days. Like him and Lena Headey. No, it's oh, yeah. His, they're very it's careful. It's going to be his death scene. She's like, I'll be in the scene if he's I'll be being there killed for off. That. Oh, my yeah. God. I would, I, would, I would be so happy if they would kill off one of their stupid fanboy favorites. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Mikhail's just like, I want them to feel the pain that I, I've been feeling. I, I, I do. Tell me how you like it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It would have been better storytelling if Braun had died during the battle. I'm not couple sorry. Weeks That's ago. A really and it would have been better if yeah. if uh, if Tormund had died. At least Tormund had died this week. Uh, it it would have been better storytelling, guys. Disagree. 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 Tormund cannot die. He has a destiny. Okay? <laughs> he Fired. he must he must make it with that giant woman. <laughs> well, dude, okay. They took He's got plot armor Jamie until kids. it happens. They took Jamie away from her, so they gotta throw Brianna bone. You know? Brianna like doesn't want the, Tormund! They gotta like the keep Tormund them, The two of them go through some sort of time loop and they get stuck like <laughs> very far in the past. And they're Dunk's parents. I'm calling it. She just, she just doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't know that she wants him yet. Listen, say what you will about Sander Clegane. He clocked the way that relationship was running through, like really, really quickly. Oh yeah. yeah like probably. a boss. Didn't it seem too like you guys probably talked about this, but didn't it not seem like they were traveling for a while, and then Gendry's able to like run back there and yeah. He also and runs out. back to the wall, not East Watch. No, it was East Watch. No, it was East Watch. Yeah. Davos. Davos but I mean, like, I think he oh, said go Davos. back to the okay. wall. I think he said go back to the wall, but East Watch is where he went. Right. Okay, okay gotcha. Fine, fine, But fine. It, 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 cracked, it did crack me up that I was like, I was like this, like, halfway through the episode, I'm like, this feels like a trap of some sort, right? Like, why is the Night's King's army so far away? They've been traveling forever. And then yeah. when he's like... Uh, you're the fastest runner, Gendry. Get going. I'm like, well, he's not getting there. He's dead. 
like the next you scene. Saw them, you saw them, them like go them. over hills and valleys and mountains and rivers, and he's able to run back in like ten. Like before, minutes. it just, seems like before <laughs> nightfall, right? It was like evening when he got there. They just pull a Monty Python with it, and Gendry's just. <laughs> <sighs> it's. He's got some coconuts. The king of the north. <laughs> yeah, we already have a king. Use that horse power. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, it's 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 fanboy crush syndrome. Why like, didn't they, they have horses? Um, they would have died from the cold. The cold because they don't look as die. good on horses. John Tan will freeze as... before you reach the first marker. Jesus. <laughs> then you just use your lightsaber and cut a hole in him to keep yourself warm. <laughs> Hey, I gotta say, I loved Barrick's Lord of Lightsaber. <laughs> Do we, did we even, like, talk about, like, the logistics of that? Like, shit Let's spear? not. It's late. We have stuff to do. <laughs> I'm confused, though. You don't have a class tomorrow. Yeah, it was pretty obvious that, like, something was gonna happen. And as soon as, as, soon as he's like, uh, hold my beard, hand me my spear, I'm like, oh, shit. Um, well, yeah. I like how, like, it's technically John's fault, too. Like, she should have been like, I'm going to kill you No, 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 no. It's, it's John's <laughs> fault, but, but at the same point, like, where she's like, oh, you have to see it to understand it. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to help you. And he's like, that's all I needed to hear. You're the queen of the north. Yeah, Danny like, went up there she just flown there will. At, at any time, she could have flown up there. <laughs> he could have said, like, take me on your magic carpet ride. We're going to Aladdin this shit. Like, <laughs> Uh, a whole, a whole new world north oh of the God. wall. Five okay. people just sang that at the first <laughs> same time. <laughs> They're all reanimated. They're gonna oh, man, yeah, this is definitely we've reached the end cast today. Wait, should, we, should we all share one like last <laughs> prediction for the season? Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Season finale. What what's gonna happen? Go. All at the same time. Are you killed Santa? Right, and there, I give up there, on the show. Yeah. Well, team goes saves Grey Worm. Uh, Sansa and Arya make up and share a big sisterly hug and kill Littlefinger together. Uh, John and Sansa, not John and Sansa. John and Danny are on the boat, and they're like, "Hey, you know what? Let's start dating first. And so they decide they'll start taking it easy. <laughs> My. <laughs> My prediction is Jamie's gonna die, and um, Arya's gonna kill Sansa. Okay. Mine. I predict is one of the that... dragons will die. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, mine is that um, they're gonna get down there, and then their little Wyatt is not gonna be a little Wyatt anymore, and they're gonna be like, shit, what do we do? Whatever, we've got this meeting. Let's go to the meeting, and Cersei's gonna sit down. In the little dragon pit with her shitty little smirk on her face. And they're going to start talking. And, and she's going to be like, oh, but I have wildfire. And Jamie's going to be like, not today. Aries the Mad King, sir. And the last thing we see is the dragon screeching at the wall and cracking it. And that's Yeah, it. that's not happening. J- Jamie's not killing her over wildfire. Jamie's too far gone. Um, I yeah. do predict that Euron is going to prove to be kind of a, a chill bro. Once he finds out that there's uh, zombies, he's going to be like, oh, my. Well, I, 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 I'm down to help with that. I'm I'm just crazy enough to switch sides and become reasonable. I mean, um, I'm evil. I'm evil. But even I know that you got to fight I know, the zombies. Yeah. Cutting out tongues, but like flesh-eating zombies? No. 
That's right. No, he's going to be more like, well, you know, the Night King's got some good points, you guys. <laughs> he's going to be like, he, they, I got like, you guys. guys they guys, do offer look, dental. Here's what, so. here's what you need to do. Um, you guys need to go fight that battle, and I'll just watch over King's Landing for you. Cool. I mean, I'll just. It'll be cool. Dead may never die, you guys. Like, what's the problem here? Yeah. So Cersei's gonna give a speech about how there are very fine zombies on both sides. Yeah. Oh. I think if like the baby. Well, there definitely was violence from both sides. You can't deny that. Okay. That is true. They both came for. They both came for a fight. Look, which side brought the dragon? I need to leave. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Next week is going to be the finale. Apparently. Uh, it's going to be like 90 minutes long, and I am will will a Danny scared. and John Bang yeah. will Arya kill Sansa? Yep. Will yep. Greg have to read Wild mm. Cards? Tune in next yes. time. Yes, he will. He will have to buy the whole complete series. Yeah, um, he didn't say how much know, of man. Wild Cards he'd have to read. If the finale pisses me off enough, like I may not even do an episode. You know, oh, so oh, um, so there's not yeah. going to be an episode next week. I'll do it. There will I'll be no it. reviews. I'm a glutton <laughs> for punishment. I do FCRs. <laughs> of course, we're going to talk about this shit. It's going to be 30 minutes long, and it's going to be great. Uh, all right. Seven blessings. See ya. Bye. Bye, Adam. Thanks. Thank you. Later days. Thanks, Adam. Is any of this shit happening in the book? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I don't think that there's going to be an ice dragon. I think that one of the dragons was going to die or get captured or something. And like they're just like, fuck it. This is how we're doing it. You know? Like, I don't know. I think there's still three heads of the dragon, though. Yeah. I think like maybe like Euron or somebody captures a dragon like we think or... Like, maybe they have three dragon riders in the final battle and one dies, but I don't think it's going to be, like, he, he he randomly captures a dragon. Like, I hope he kind of already has an ice dragon somewhere hidden away, but whatever. And see, this is like, everyone's just talking about, like, oh, the dragon has to have three heads, three heads. I'm like, yeah, the show hasn't done that. They're just going to kill one of them. <laughs> sure no, they enough. did. They did. Sure the enough. third head is... Maybe he's a back. Maybe it's that target or it's that white walker with the long hair because he's a Targaryen, guys. He has long hair and it's white, so he's a Targaryen. Jon's isn't white. No, that other with the long white hair. Yeah, but the seed is strong, bro. Jon has white pubes. Seed strong. (laughs) (laughs) He has one white eye and and white pubes. That makes sense. That, that's why we've never seen his Targaryen. Mix. That's what that's what Danny saw when when he was in the boat. She was like, "Oh my, Targaryen." Yeah. <laughs> Lyanna from like the waist up, Rhaegar waist down. That's how that thing works. <laughs> it's like the oh, Targaryen mullet. Fire. Tar- Targaryens are like mermaids. <laughs> Business up top, party down below. <laughs> Yeah, taste it, dog. I have all your squeaky toys. Suck it.
sorry. Yeah, I, I can hear the pet tasting it. You I can hear him squeaking it. Yeah, it's obscene how much he's squeaking it. I I have I have my pockets full of squeaky toys at the moment, so I can have a cigarette <laughs> and calm the fuck down. Yeah, the four. Where did the four chains come from? That's like the first thing I asked. Like, yeah, can, yeah. They got, what the fuck? They don't have. They, they don't have that north of the wall. They don't have need for that. Like the Knights King was just like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a shack with some giant like river type chains. It'd be perfect for this. The, it's Tyrion's chain that they never used. He just ran down and borrowed it. Like real quick. ropes. Ropes would have been sufficient. We could have just believed ropes, and there could have been a bunch of thin ropes, like. Maybe maybe they're ice chains. I wouldn't chains. have believed ropes either. I believe ropes because at least people <laughs> have rope. Like at least they have that shit. Like there's no way that these like four. It would have been better if they had like exist up there. I feel like there's more. They should have just had zombies trees. holding onto each other's hands. Well, I'm not gonna stand for the whole call. I just wanted to be like, "Hey guys, how you doing? How's it going?" Wait a minute. What happened? What do you mean? We just finished recording. I'm editing it. Dina, <laughs> oh. your your accent changed. No, no, that's just that's just the pace of the show. I'm I'm keeping pace with it. That's all. <laughs> Hold on, send a raven. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I can see the raven still. It hasn't gotten to you. That's okay. You know, it's kind of interesting, though. Like, George had said that, like, their hearts are no longer beating. But doesn't Beric use blood to light the thing on fire? In the books. No, well, yeah, in the books, I guess. But, so, but I mean, George this, say? This, I don't know. George's going what? back and editing his own books now, so. <laughs> I was I was kind of like the silver lining of that scene. I was just like, you know, Greg will have to be, read wild, wild cards. And I'll <laughs> <laughs> You better take her face, Arya. You said you were going to do it. You better do it now. Take her face. Yeah, but now if Sansa kills Arya, Greg doesn't have to read wild cards, and I don't like I don't. That. I don't think they're going to kill each other. I actually think don't Arya was just making a point. Like, uh, I could have killed you if I wanted to. She's making a point, and she's stupid and awkward, and Sansa doesn't get it. She sees it as a threat because yeah, they want she, her think, to whatever. Well, no, like, I, think, I think it's the ultra, like, Ari's like, you are so fucking stupid, Sansa. I'm already playing you. Like, you're ready to almost bitch yeah. me out. I like how, I like how oh. Littlefinger is suddenly back on the top of his game. Like, hey, what, shouldn't Brienne, isn't she honor-bound to help you The guys? only reason he's uh, back Brienne on his game is because D&D wrote it that way. Yeah, he, doesn't, like, he doesn't deserve to be back <laughs> on his game. He's been, he's been pathetic for two seasons, and now you're like... I'm sorry, you went to robot for me, so I couldn't really understand what you were saying. Oh, shit. God damn it. Well, I was making fun of okay. the fact that, like, you know, in, in the books, like, no other person was actually writing Littlefinger. Oh, it, it was better the first time. It was very condescending to Casey. It was, it was, it was so much better. Ah. Oh. Uh. Right, I wasn't listening. What? I, I, I'm I glad you that. had that. <laughs> you have a good night. Enjoy yourselves. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Sweet dreams. Okay. Bye. bye. <laughs> you too.
So the dragon scenes were cool. So who hates Brett for reals? Yeah, like, so glad he's gone. (laughs) The listeners don't even know what he's like when we have him off recording. He's physically abusive somehow. (laughs) Skype, I don't even understand how he does it. He's like Blood Raven. I think that's another scene, but yeah. That's later, that's later! Saving Sorry, I thought we later. were just throwing all of these in, like, with the sit, like, the pre- No, they're oh, very no. distinct and different, and each deserve their own time in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I was thinking... No, I don't want pizza, thank you. Um, <laughs> you um, gave up pizza? Yeah, I gave up pizza. Shame on uh, you. Oh, I know. Um, hang on one second. <laughs> more, uh, more, I'm still recording. Brought, brother. <laughs> yeah, the other brother. Um, the clock ding, wound out, by the way. Ding. There's yeah. clock brother and We're pizza the- brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, your pizza brother and Akiva is, is clock brother. I'm pizza brother, but I'm also a healthy brother. Yeah. Healthy bro. <laughs> healthy, <laughs> pizza brother, healthy bro. <laughs> what was I saying? Hot pockets. You had a. <laughs> Hot pockets had a... aren't kosher, Adam. Oh, sad mm, thing. Yeah. yeah. They don't. Mm, yeah. 